0: You're listening to 3CR 855 AM, streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR digital, podcasting or audio on demand. Interested in mental health issues? Then tune into Brainwaves every Wednesday at 5pm. Brainwaves is a peer-produced and presented program addressing issues that may affect you. 3CR, inclusive radio, making your voice heard. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855am, 3CR digital and 3cr.org.au.
1: Welcome to the show tonight. In the studio we have Kirsty, Steph and myself and Susie's panelling. So welcome to a very special edition of Brainwaves, for Mental Health Week and World Mental Health Day. Also, it is our eighth birthday, which is really exciting that it's fallen on this special day as well. So this week, from the 7th to the 13th of October, is Mental Health Week. Today is October 10th, which means it's also World Mental Health Day. A chance for us to all raise awareness of various mental health issues and to celebrate the work of groups and individuals who are changing the landscape of mental health for everyone to benefit.
2: This year, the World Mental Health Organisation have created the theme Young People and Mental Health in a Changing World. Half of all mental illness begins by the age of 14, But most cases go undiagnosed and untreated. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for young people aged 15 to 29 worldwide. Prevention begins with understanding the symptoms of mental illness and looking for the early warning signs in those around you. It also begins with young people, teaching them to build mental resilience and to treasure their health so they can grow up equipped to face the challenges of a modern world and become successful, happy and healthy. Today on the show, we're going to have a discussion on what mental resilience is and what positive mental health means to us.
0: So firstly, what do you guys think of when you hear the word resilience?
1: Um, I think for me, it just means, I know it's really hard to say, but like overcoming things and being Mm. able to like jump back when you've hit a really rough part in your life. I think by being resilient, it means that you've constantly jumped back and forth between things like whether it's, things have being really tough and really bad mm. to then being able to look at the future and getting through it. And I think that's really important. It's important for people to be resilient.
2: Yeah, I think important thing to note is that people can have varying levels of resilience mm. and I know it seems like some people just intrinsically have higher resilience. I'm not sure if that's because of like genetics as well as their experiences. Like, I think it can go either way. If you've been through a lot of struggle, it can make you more resilient, but then also it can it can cause you to have a really bleak outlook mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and.
0: I think also resilience, like, I agree with you that there are different kind of levels or it feels – it can feel, like, harder for some people or it can feel harder at certain, like, times in your life. Yeah. But I think it's, like, resilience is when you just keep trying. And I know that, like, from my experience, like, if I'm having a rough time, Mm. it's kind of – it's really, like, nice to remember that – it's it's really nice to remember that like if i'm trying then i'm like yeah i'm doing all that i can yeah
1: yeah so um i guess the next question is what are you passionate about
2: when it comes to mental health so what i'm passionate about is basically i'm all about the power of the individual to take control of their own lives so developing just like Crazy self reflection and with that humility and acceptance and just understanding your own issues because that's what it comes down to. First, you have to understand what the issue is, accept that there's an issue, and then you can deal with it. Mm. If you're constantly in denial, then you're never going to be able to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So I see. Yeah, I am passionate about first understanding my own mental health, mm. sorting that out a bit, and then helping others mm. with the knowledge that I've gained. Yeah, I agree. And
0: I, I'm i also passionate about just, like, people talking about what they're going through yeah. in their individual kind of lives and their struggles and everything and their, like, achievements or, like, milestones or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. like, if they're, like, coming to terms with something. Like, because I think the... The best thing is when people are just like, Yeah, I haven't I've like I'm feeling kind of bad today or yeah. I'm whatever, like something's going on, like just being honest with how you're going, and then it just becomes easier because you don't have to like bear the weight of everything by yourself. It's comforting,
1: yeah,
2: having discussions about it, yeah,
1: yeah. and I definitely know from like my experience with mental health is I've always been a sensitive type of person and I think what I'm so passionate about mental health is that I would like everyone to be able to freely express Mm. like how they feel because I like to this day everything is stigmatized there's a lot of pressure about speaking out about certain issues and I think like for me like I know how important being open is to my own recovery yeah so I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's an issue that I feel like everyone should be able to talk about their own mental health and not have that sort of judgment. And yeah. I mm. guess I am really passionate about beating stigma, like stigma yeah. against like speaking out and being vulnerable because mm. being vulnerable means being human and
2: we're all human yeah. beings. And when you're vulnerable, that's what makes you able to connect with others Mm -hmm. if you constantly have this front on and this mask of oh everything's all right all the time i never experience Mm -hmm. anything other than happiness then who can relate to that like deep down Mm -hmm. everyone just needs to like whip the mask off Mm -hmm. and just reveal themselves
1: and that's the thing as human beings we're meant to connect with people Mm -hmm. like we're meant to have interactions with other people and if we close ourselves off it only makes us miserable and it makes our families
0: and our friends miserable. Yeah, it's isolating. Especially because, I mean, not to get too, like, dystopian or whatever, (laughs) but it's like everyone's just, like, getting increasingly disconnected, I believe. I I also agree. So it's, like, it's so much easier to slip into kind of um, putting on a mask, like, in a real way, like, putting up, obviously, social media, but not even just social media, like, this kind of, I don't know, like – competitive culture people seem to have, like, increasingly so. Um, and, yeah, so it can be, like you, – you have to consciously make the choice to be, like, okay, like, no, I'm going to be honest with how I'm feeling or I'm going to be honest yeah. with what's going on in my life and I'm not just going to put up a front of, like, yeah. everything's chill because I feel like probably 100% of people are not feeling 100% chill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at social media, like, we've said it on the show before, but everyone puts – what they what they want people to see about their lives and that's not like that's not the truth I mean if you look at celebrities some people like really struggle with addiction issues and like if you looked at their Instagram feed like you'd see and you'd Mm. think that they've they live this perfect life and I feel like if people are more open and just candidly Mm. speaking about like what's going on it like it changes people like I think yeah Like, I think it's really hard to not say that every person you meet, you don't, like, feel some way, like, they don't change you because I know every person I've had in my life, every person, like, I've connected with, Mm
3: -hmm. they've affected
1: me in some way. And, I mean, it's, like, the same with reading a book. If it doesn't change the way you think or how you go about your life, then you're reading the wrong book.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's really interesting as well that the World Health Organization picked resilience as their theme for this year. And I'm really glad that you guys both brought up resilience and vulnerability Yeah, because they sort of play hand in hand, I think, in a way, Um, at least in like scholastic literature, they do. Um, In most cases, when you talk about vulnerability and resilience, you're talking about like how people are affected by disasters like Mm. especially natural disasters and how they sort of respond and what makes people worse off and things like that but when you talk about mental resilience it's more about how do people overcome how do they become better versions of themselves Mm. how do they access resources to be able to learn from their mistakes or their past issues and things like that and become better people and I think down at the bottom of it that's just all it's what it is it's how do we deal with being in a changing world and becoming better at it, basically. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I think the world has changed a lot, like, in comparison to years ago when it does come to mental health, because, I mean, now it's more... I guess it... I know, I, like, just from how I see it in my own personal experience, it's so much more easier to be open about things and to talk about, like, serious topics. And, I mean, especially with this show, like, years and years ago, especially, like, with our eighth birthday today like 20 years ago there would never be a show like this at all so I think that a lot has changed but we still have like a long way to go I think
2: yeah I think stigma definitely has reduced over the decades but there's still so much discomfort Mm. it it depends on who you're talking to like obviously with all of us we're passionate about mental Mm. health and with psychology students we're all about that but just like the normal everyday person, they're still a bit taken aback when you even like subtly bring up your issues. Yeah. And it's because they, I think they've just never had a discussion about it before or they've never, other than the odd day, like are you okay day and stuff, they've just never engaged in these topics. Yeah. So of course, if you bring up, oh yeah, PS, I've had an eating disorder, mm. they they don't know what to say Mm. they're afraid of triggering you or Mm. of saying the wrong thing or of sounding like they don't know what they're talking about Mm. so that's why they shy away from it
0: yeah which is something that I think like most like I think it would just help like that dialogue like help that dialogue grow if people felt more like literate in talking about mental health because I think yeah I agree it's like a lot of people like someone can be really like empathetic and care for you and but like a a big barrier can be like they literally just don't know what to say or they don't they don't really understand your experience and so I can sometimes like fall into that I feel like oh it's easier to like it's easier to like not mention something because you don't want to like hurt someone's feelings or you don't want to say the wrong thing but yeah, I don't know. And it's like it's awesome having things like are you okay day and stuff. And it is like great to, t- you know, just yeah, bring like that into the it's forefront. It's, at least it's something. But it's like also I don't know if people necessarily know what that looks like to be like, yeah. okay, are you okay? And then it's like, all right, then, like, yeah. then yeah, what do like like you do? Then what do you say? To, yeah, like, that's they're like, no, I'm not they're okay. told to oh. say, are you okay? But yeah. then
2: they don't know how to respond with – like when someone says, well, actually, no, I'm no, not okay. Yeah. Then, what do you say? then what do you say? And I think like a huge issue about that
1: as well is – that it's one day out of their entire year. Yeah. Like you're just asking someone if mm. they're okay and like I I think personally just from my own experience mm. it's good to check up with people that you know are are struggling every couple of months because you don't know. Yeah. And like I just guess it's it like with social media and that like it's hard like things get miscommunicated all the time. Mm. And when people you see people are clearly crying out for help I think it's it, it's it's hard when people ignore that because
2: yeah.
1: like obviously they're not okay like if you can't support them in the way that they need yeah. is to refer them or like do your best yeah. because I think as human beings like we have to take care of each other like I think it if we don't then it like nothing will change yeah. like
0: Mm. like we all
1: have the capacity to do something and if it's saying are you okay or mm. asking a friend how they are or even asking them out for a coffee like Mm. once every two or three months like Mm. i think like the smallest little change like that just can make a difference
2: yeah so if you've got someone that you know is struggling in your life and you don't know what to say even just say to them like i sense that something's up like just know I don't really know what to say to you, Mm. but I want to help. Like I'm here, film free, just to like, Mm. speak to me whenever, like I'll hold space for you. Even just saying that, Mm. that you don't have to say the perfect thing to make them better. Like it's not your job to make them better. It's your job to be there and just, yeah, let them express themselves to you because that offers relief. Just having someone sitting right there that you can just vent to or cry on their shoulder, mm. or even just to not think about it for a second and just mm. have like a conversation about the football or whatever, yeah. that can offer relief. And saying those
0: words like that you said, like something like I kind of, I sense something's up or yeah. whatever, like just can make someone feel like they're seen like they're not just like like someone gets it someone gets it because especially with mental health I mean a lot of the time it's not as visible yeah like on the outside so it's kind of like it can be I don't know it can be easy to feel alone it can be easy to feel like you're dealing with something like in isolation so you know saying that to saying to someone okay it's I feel like something's up Mm. like that's so powerful yeah so yeah, don't be worried about saying the wrong thing. Just tell someone that you're – that you are there for them and that's it. That's, yeah. that's yeah. plenty, yeah. Um. So a question that I want to ask is, so what
1: has been your favourite show so far and what are you most excited to do, especially mm. because you're, you guys are very new volunteers? Yeah. So, like, what
2: – like, what are your favourite shows? Yeah. What do you hope to do? So I haven't taken part in that many shows. And at risk of sounding very self-obsessed, I'd say <laughs> yeah. my favourite show was probably the one where I was being interviewed. Mm. And I think it's because not only that I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> but it's just, it's so freeing to, to speak about the things that I've kept in my own head for so long and to, to say it on radio as well. It's just, it's so exhilarating. Mm. And even though it's like, it was a bit uncomfortable at the start, you just, you get into it. And Mm. it, I know it's, yeah, it, it offers relief to just put it out there. And then when you realize that there are other people out there that have been through the exact same thoughts and experiences, it, just, it brings it back to that connection thing. Like, it, mm. it just feels so good knowing that there are people out there who feel the same pain mm. that you felt.
1: Yeah. And I know for... So I think it was maybe February last year, mm. there was a show that I did um, with Sally Watkins. It was The Wellbeing Navigator. And I think, for me, like, I always... I feel like I always talk about it. But I always <laughs> go back to that show because, like, it just Sally, just a normal human being who from her own experience mm. created like an app for other people. And I think that's what's so inspiring about doing this job is we, yeah, we talk to lots of professionals who yeah. research and do and like focus on mental health, but at the heart of it, it's people like Sally who like create things and make things, make things better for other people because of, like, past experiences. Mm. And I think that's, like, so inspiring in itself because if we can if we can go through something really upsetting, traumatic mm. and horrible to then, at the end of the day, turn it into something positive to help people in similar situations, yeah. like, I think that's such a beautiful thing and that's... It's mm.
2: amazing. Yeah. Like, how powerful is that? Yeah. yeah. What about you, Steph?
0: I think, I mean, kind of, like the same as you guys my favorite shows have been the ones where people have come on and talked talk about their like own lived experience because like it's just they're the most powerful I think it like it can be great to hear from a professional as well obviously like Mm. it's you know that's a different kind of knowledge but um like we had a we had a uh, a woman come on talking about her experience with family violence and that was like just so like brave and so important and like valuable to have someone come on with that like lived experience and the effect it's had on her because I mean it's such a huge issue unfortunately that I'm sure like I'm sure that there are listeners who could like who experience similar things and like that's something that you don't get to like hear all the time like someone talk candidly about their experience Yeah, and one of my favourite artists, Montana Kitchen, came on, uh, like, a few months ago, and that was really special for me because I really like her. And she was talking about her, like, lived experience as well, and that was really cool. Like, she just, yeah, shared a lot of um, her personal stuff and, like, how she uses art to, um, yeah, like, connect with her own audience on social media, Mm. which, yeah, is great because we do, like, I mean, we were talking about this earlier in the discussion, but, like, social media – has its pros and cons for sure. sure, Like I think there are definitely spaces on there that are like positive and that are like opening up a bit more of a dialogue
2: about Mm. mental health. Um, So thinking about social media, when you relate social media to like what mental health in a changing world looks like for us, I think we have to, just with the the rapid advances in technology, we have to be so aware that as human beings we're like we evolved to spend time in nature mm. and if we're always on technology if we're always staring at a screen completely absorbed it's just it's not good for your mental health and i think like, everyone's experienced mm. that weird depressed like odd gross dirty feeling that you get mm. when you spend too many hours on the computer, yeah. So I think, yeah, in the changing world, just really with intention, make sure you get outside. Like just yeah. Spend time in nature. Go to the beach. Yeah. Go for a hike. And being more conscious of like, what, like, how you're feeling and why
0: you're consuming social media, I yeah. think is important. Self reflection. Like, just being, yeah, like while you're doing it, being like, okay, what am I actually? Because yeah. it can be so easy to turn your mind Ugh. off and do it, and so I like, disturbing. yeah, seriously, and I can do it to like kind of like escape my feelings or numb my feelings and i'm sure a lot of people do that yeah um so it's really you can fall into that so easily i don't even notice i'm on instagram or i'm on facebook i don't know i don't even i'm not there and it's like that's scary goosebumps to think
2: that like people aren't in control of their behavior yeah but like
1: that's also the thing with like society and like job wise is like i know like because i'm working towards a career in the media mm. like you rely on it so much like Gross. every every day you rely on so- social media mm. like whether it's news because papers are pretty much out of fashion whether it's like radio shows like trying like downloading podcasts mm. like finding new podcasts like social media mm. can be such like a positive outlet but it can also mm. be extremely negative and i think sometimes
2: like when you need a break like you really need to take a break of course Mm. i think yeah just that being conscious of your actions Mm. yeah
3: i guess like the last sort of question is what do you hope to see in the future in the mental health sphere like what sort of opportunities or like ways to change do you think that there there is out there that Mm. we can maybe start focusing on now in the next you know few years to really make a difference in society I think
1: one issue that I know like I'm super keen to see it happen is to get the GP management plans to get more sessions yeah. available to people mm. because honestly 10 not enough oh, if you're really struggling yeah. with like a severe mental illness and there's like a limit on it and mm. it's some people don't have access or like the funds to actually achieve like mm. to – go see a therapist like every week and half the time you spend with the sessions like you'd spend five sessions going back like meeting a therapist trying to find out if that therapist is the right fit for you You can't just like jump in and get straight into it and then
2: most of that stuff
1: like can focus on like previous years damage. Yeah. But then <laughs> Forget like the current yeah, issues like yeah. we've got Then you take years, like yeah. two Control. sessions to get to the actual issues like right now. Yeah. And like yeah. by the time the sessions are up, like you're done. And it's yeah. it's it's like what do you do? Like if you can't pay well, for it, you just
2: you suffer. Or in the interim, you can like there are people who are doing their masters and they offer like really reduced psychology session rates. Mm-hmm. Like I am seeing one at the minute and it's like $25. Mm. So I see her every week and mm. she's brilliant, even mm. though she's still doing a master's. Mm. So that's an option. Definitely. But it's better than nothing for mm. sure.
1: Uh, so yeah, it's, I think it's very, in a very important
0: issue. Yeah. Um. So... Before we go, we would just like to share some upcoming events happening for the rest of Mental Health Month with our listeners. So firstly, on October 29th at 10 a.m., there is the Victorian Local Government Councillors Mental Health Symposium. So this event will involve counsellors all across Victoria discussing the current mental health services on offer and the ways to go about improving them. Um, and then the Mental Health Wellbeing Walk will be held at the end of Mental Health Month on November 4th at 10.30 a.m. at our Albert Park Lake. Come along to walk with a bunch of other people and support Better Mental Health for Everyone. Uh, And for more information on these events and for many more, there is a great list on the Mental Health Foundation Australia events website. I'd just like to say a big thank you to Lauren who is leaving us today. After two years of dedication to Brainwaves and the volunteers, and without Lauren, we would have been lost. So, Lauren, from everyone here at Brainwaves, we'd like to say a big thank you and good luck with the next part of your journey. Yeah, Yeah, don't want to cry, but uh, (laughs) for the
1: past two years, you've been... Oh my gosh, (laughs) don't cry. (laughs) You've been a really great support to me and other volunteers that are no longer here and i just want to say on behalf of like brainwaves that we love you and you're always welcome to come back anytime you want we will miss you so much um so yeah that's to kind of conclude so thank you thank you so much for being an amazing support to everyone you've really become like the heart of Mm. like this big family um so that's all for brainwaves today we hope you enjoy our special edition of the show for world mental health day and for our eighth birthday so from all our volunteers we hope you have a happy and healthy mental health month
2: you can find podcasts of our show on the 3cr website 3cr.org.au the brainwaves website brainwaves.org.au and on itunes We'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. Stay tuned for Renegade Economist. You've been listening
0: to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.